Hello and welcome to the Fizzle Show. It's our 100th episode. Holy shit. 100 episodes. And we've got a doozy for you. Just to prove that even though it's our 100th episode, we're just getting started. This is not just one episode, but one episode a day for six days. That's right. This is the first of a six-part series, and we're going to air them one after the other for six days. One day for each Stage. Stages, you ask? More on that in a second. This is, of course, The Fizzle Show. Too many interesting small businesses fail because the founders, though they had a great idea, didn't understand the basics of modern-day independent business. Every Friday, we publish another conversation about entrepreneurship, building a thriving audience, and the battle of supporting yourself doing something that you care about. Your hosts are... If, uh, if we were Ernest Hemingway books, Corbett Barr, he'd be the old man in the sea <laughs> because he's more experienced and he lives by the sea, literally. Barrett Brooks, he'd be the sun also rises because he's hopeful, optimistic, and has an old war wound from his corporate days. Chase Reeves, that's me, he'd be the complete short stories because he's great in small doses and is typically too drunk to write a whole novel anyways. <laughs> that's good. Thanks, Teresa Collins. On the show today, it's finally time to have a plan for your bare-knuckled, bootstrapped, heart-and-hustle-based small business. God, that sounds really jargony. Anyways, in this six-part podcast series, we're going to walk you through the small business roadmap. Let me try that again. The small business roadmap. Roadmap. These aren't six stages your business will go through automatically. These are the six stages your business should go through. The stages we want you to take your business through so that you and your idea are best set up for success, however you define it. We've worked with, consulted, coached, and heard from a few thousand businesses. And in all the books we've read, great books like The Lean Startup or Four Steps to the Epiphany or The $100 Startup by Chris Gilbo and more, We haven't seen yet a roadmap that succinctly prepares indie entrepreneurs for the challenges of business building. So we put together our own and we're working with you to help make it better. When you know what the six stages are, you can identify not only where you are, but also what stage is next. And that right there, that tiny sense of direction of what's nextness can be the difference between a successful business and just another failed side project. In this podcast episode and in the next five, we lay out the six stages as we see them, addressing the common hassles, resources, and hangups for each stage. But we need your help. See, we plan on adjusting this roadmap based on your feedback. So we'll ask you a few questions on each episode because we want to hear how what we've laid out feels to you. So listen to this episode and the next several. Subscribe uh, in iTunes if you haven't yet. As we lay out the roadmap with goals and resources for each stage. And as you listen, try to find exactly where you are. See, it's my, it really is my hope that this roadmap will help you identify where you are, where you're going, and how to set yourself and your idea up for a home run. Because, as Corbett puts it in this episode, without a roadmap, you can spin your wheels, never make progress, and settle with entrepreneurship just isn't for me. Oh, and just so you know, we recorded this and the next five episodes all together in Mexico, where Corbett lives in a hut on the beach for a few months a year. Now do you get the whole old man in the sea thing? Okay, this is quite a project. Follow along at home at fizzleshow.co slash 100. I'll be back to fill in any gaps. Let's get into it. So on the show today, here's what, we, here's what I, we're going to get into. We've been working uh, uh, up some sketches, and Corbett's really been working up some sketches, on what are the common stages that all businesses go through. This is something that we're working on building out here in Fizzle, where uh, think of it as, a, as we call it the roadmap. You know, like think of the yellow brick road of entrepreneurship, and what are the, what are the hassles and hangups 
and you know quick stand areas and also celebrations. Quick stand, quick sand is what I was heading towards. Uh-huh. But then he got in there and I was quick like, sand? you know, what? quick stand, <laughs> quick stand, quick quotes, <laughs> quick stand. Um, but what are those common elements that that uh, the stages that entrepreneurs all go through in their business, or that even beyond entrepreneurs, just businesses themselves that they go through, and how can we um, how can we better prepare independent entrepreneurs for those stages so that when they when when you you know what's next like this is what i see happening all the time is that someone is sort of like in this stage doesn't know what's next and so they don't know what what results they should be getting from where they're at so they find themselves just kind of fiddling for a long time yeah i'm sort of writing some blog posts and every once in a while i sort of like get a little traffic and i got a comment the other day and it's like and you could stay there for for months and months and months and years yeah. and years and years, not knowing what's really next. And there's this balance between I'm try I have to get to the next stage and putting too much pressure on yourself that way, or not having a next stage at all and just kind of like bloody dumb man, this is really great. Yeah. I'm gonna got a blog post. And I think this this idea originated when we were asking ourselves if we were going to help someone one on one, if we were going to coach them one on one, what that what would that experience be like? Yeah. And realizing that our job, if we're going to build Fizzle into the most effective thing we possibly can, it has to get as close as it can to being almost a one-on-one coaching experience for each individual person. Despite the fact that we have 2,000 people in Fizzle, we have to make it feel almost like we're coaching them Mm -hmm. by giving them the most applicable knowledge at the right time to help them continually make progress. Because Mm -hmm. we've kind of landed on this new idea that our job is to help people make consistent, focused, weekly progress. Yeah. And if we do that, then eventually they're going to be successful. Yeah. And it, it might take three years for some and nine months for others or whatever, but that's our goal, to help people make consistent, focused, weekly progress. And so when we, when we arrived at that, we thought, well, when you coach somebody, what are you doing? You know, you're helping them get unstuck. Yeah. But a lot of times you're also just helping them figure out what the next step is. Yeah. And that's what people always come to you with questions about, right? Definitely. What should I be working on next? What yeah. should I be working on now? Or or they don't have that question and don't realize that it's time to ask it. Yeah. Right. Do you know They're what I mean? Just, which which is as much as of a problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And people just get kind of stuck on this like hamster wheel of I started a blog and now I feel like my whole job is just to blog and blog and blog and blog yeah. and blog and what's next, right? And they don't realize that the the blog is just a tool to reach an audience. It's not the business itself. Yeah. And the bigger picture is you're trying to solve a problem for some specific group of people. And your goal of starting a blog is to get enough feedback and enough initial audience so that you can build a product or a service and uh, see if they'll buy that thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Barry, what are you hearing from this whole roadmap thing? What, what, what's important about it to you? I think the, the biggest thing is allowing fizzlers to place themselves on a continuum of business progress. So like if you're the person who's been blogging for a year and you're not seeing any progress, like money's not magically showing up yeah. in your bank account, you can take this and say, oh, I get it. I'm right here. And the reason I'm not making money is because money's way over here to the right. And I've got 10 steps in between here and there. Yeah, I think that's one of the key value propositions of this thing is, okay, now I can contextualize. This is where I am in my business. And here's where I need to go in order to achieve the goals that I have in mind. Yeah. I like that. All right, so so uh, Corbett, if you were going to script this out, we we have a, we have a hunch that this is going to take two episodes. You would just kind of walk us through this whole roadmap. Yeah. So there are six stages on our roadmap, mm-hmm. and the goal is to go from I have no idea what I'm going to do to I have a successful business and it's scaling, you know, and and making me yeah. rich beyond my wildest dreams. And this is sort of like I mean, we've been working in businesses, working with businesses, and building our own for a, a while now. Yeah. We've read all the books. We know all the things. And so this is our best step, our best take, stab at at this. So it's really, it's a combination of, um, we've worked with over 8,000 people inside of Fizzle at mm-hmm. this point. Um, we've coached people one-on-one. Uh, some You guys have like professional coach training. Um, I've coached a number of people. We have, we all have mentors and advisors and just people that we admire. We've read, you know, all the different business frameworks like Lean Startup and the things that are hot in the startup world, as well as things like Book Yourself Solid that are popular in the freelance world. Yep. And this is our current stake in the ground saying, this is what we believe yep. is the roadmap that will help fizzle people, which is, to me, I always say entrepreneurship with a small E. It's not yep. big E entrepreneur, like, yeah. you know, I'm going to be in TechCrunch Look or at something. my Nordstrom Rack shirt, and I'm going to <laughs> pitch a VC, and look at my deck. <laughs> exactly. This has some of that. We'll get to some, there's a little bit of that later, but 
on average, what we're talking about is somebody who just wants to build something that solves a problem that they care about for a group of people that they care about yeah. so that they can support themselves, put food on the table, and then maybe grow it a little bit beyond there um, when they get to that point, you know, yeah. but right now they just, they just care about like paying their bills. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's, that's kind of what this roadmap's um, focused on. There are six different stages and each stage has a handful of steps. Mm-hmm. And basically the stage kind of identifies like where you're at and what you need to be working on. Each step is more of a specific, I need to accomplish this to move on. Yeah. Some of them can be done out of order and we'll kind of get into that. Now, and my, my goal with, with pulling this out in the podcast before it maybe is prime time. I and mean, we, we kind of overviewed it just, a, just really quickly yesterday. Yep. This is something Corbett drew up and then Barrett and I were sort of just watching. And I said, let's not talk about it anymore because I want to talk about this live on the podcast so that I'm principally interested in hearing, you know, Fizzle Show listeners, what you think about this, what stage you think you're in. Maybe that moment you remember going from stage one to stage two or, or, you know, now you're in the money stage. What's next? How do I get there? What your questions are about these stages, whether you resonate with like, yeah, that, that makes sense with my, given my story. Cause we want to tune this up to, to really be, be right enough. Cause obviously you can make a business a million different ways through a million. Some people go to money long before they have uh, an audience. Some people go to this, that they do things out of whack in different stages. There's, this isn't right answer stuff. Business is, is way more art and science than it is, uh, you know, following some roadmap plan. So in some ways this right. is counterintuitive. And yet we see this constantly where people get stuck in the same place. They, they, they're not, they're, they're making the same problems and being able to identify that is just a helpful thing. Not with like saying like, here's where I am, but with like, what could potentially be next for me? I think so, the other thing we want to hear from people too is, uh, are you not hearing where you are? So if we talk through this whole thing and you say, well, I still can't identify yeah, yeah. where I would fall in the spectrum. That's yeah. important for us to hear too. Right. So this is kind of a way for us to kind of like float this out there before it's finished, polished, and shipped yeah. so that we can start hearing back from the people we care most about and who we're making this for yeah. and get your perspective on what you're hearing. I would love to get more feedback from listeners on this episode than any other episode yeah, we've, we've ever done. Yeah. Um, it'd be great if they could help us kind of shape this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and we're the next step for us is we're polishing this. We're creating a document that we can ship to Fizzle members. And then we're going to work with a handful of them to to make sure that this fits as many people as we can. Yeah. Um, and find out who it doesn't fit and maybe decide if that's okay for us right now. We just can't cover all those cases. Yeah. So, okay. Without any further ado. All right. So there are six stages and um, there are a number of steps during each stage before you can move on. And each step has uh, something that you have to complete or something you have to have accomplished in order to mark it complete. Some of these steps are going to be Fizzle specific because we're building this to work within the Fizzle platform. Mm -hmm. And so in those cases, I'll still list the step, but I may have an idea of how that applies if you're not in Fizzle and we'll try to list whatever that is. Um, So the stages are clarity, connection, planning, building, money, and scale. There's six. There's six stages. So again, clarity, connection, planning, building, money, and scale. And I'm going to explain what each of the stages is just briefly, and then we'll dive into stage one. Sound good? Cool. Okay. So stage one is called clarity. And the whole goal here is for us thinking about, we need to help fizzlers make consistent, focused weekly Actually, progress. Actually, don't walk, don't walk through it. Let's just dive right in. just Because it's going to be hard for me to hear this overview and not want to like, just chew into yeah. it. You know, and let's just go one, let's so go one at a time. So we have to dive in because you can't yep. keep it And shut. because I think it'll make more compelling radio. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that doesn't change what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> so back to what I was yeah. saying. It changes what I was going to say in the future. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stage one, clarity. So again, our goal is to help Fizzle members make consistent, focused weekly progress. And especially in the beginning, we want to give them this wow factor so that they feel like, oh, I get it. I see how Fizzle is going to help me. Yeah. Right. So stage one is clarity. And the goal of that stage is for you to understand both how a business is built overall, because there's all these questions that people yeah. have. Yeah. Like, how does this even work? Right. Yeah. So to answer that, and then also to help you figure out who your business will serve. Not necessarily what specific problem you're going to solve, but what your business is going to be about and who you're going to serve. Yeah. So that's the clarity that we want to help people get through in stage one. Is that where like uh, 10 business archetypes will will go? No, the archetypes actually are going to happen during the planning phase, planning. stage three. So that's a little more... So to me, like, like one of the courses that we have in Fizzle is the Fizzle Mindset. And it's just like expectations about being an entrepreneur. Yes. It's a short course, but it is 
It's powerful because it's going like, hey, your expectations are the most dangerous thing you got going for you because you don't you don't even know what they are yet. Yep. You just you're just gonna know when you're disappointed. That's in this stage. Yeah. So that that kind of mindset stuff um is is always to me that's the most exciting thing because most most of most of you guys out there listening are so bright and so smart and driven and you know the the you know the the nerd community who's really insecure and doesn't know how to how to connect with other people and they're still just want to find love you know that world really well and so if I can just get you to the right expectations and like sort of understanding this roadmap about like okay what if we let them tell us what the problem is and re- and and come at it that way before we you know, try to solve everything first and then put it out on the market. You know, is it, is this where we kind of giving you the overview of how businesses are shaped in general or like they like, so for instance, we were talking at breakfast this morning about, you know, uh, Steve Blank was the guy who originally came up with some ideas that turned into uh, Eric Ries's the lean startup. Uh, he took that and kind of modernized some of the terms and which is basically it, there's two, there's one really big idea, you know, get out of the building, get out of your head and talk to customers or potential customers about what the problem is yep. and how to do that, right? Um, so even that, that that one simple idea, instead of having an idea and then making something and putting it out in the world and hoping that people like it, what if you turned that on its head and went out in the world and found out what people wanted and yep. then made that, knowing that there's a they're they're, they're going to like it, right? You so this I mean? so this is step one, yeah. In the entire uh, fizzle roadmap, step one is to learn what we call the fizzle way of building a business. Yeah. And there are a number of key things that you have to understand. The mindset is, is one of the key components of yeah. that. And so is this idea that customers probably have the answers and you need to be talking to customers as readily yeah. as you can. Yeah. Other ideas like getting support from other entrepreneurs, how important that is. There are a lot of things that are baked into that. Yeah. And we, we kind of loosely call that just the fizzle method for building a business, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really just our view on the world and trying to help people set the right expectations so that two months down the road, they don't go, this is way harder than I thought it was, Yeah, you know, yeah. and then they give up. Yeah. And whether you're, you're, we constantly get the question like, hey, should I build my product first or my audience first? Regardless, whether you're building your product first or you're, or, or trying to, you know, blog and podcast and build an audience, you're going to un- need to understand who that audience is so that you have the, cha- the, 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 the chance of making something that that they could be interested in buying or subscribing to or this, that, or the other. So then you also have in there is audience stuff in clarity as well, like defining your audience yep. and understanding that stuff. So that's like one of our earliest courses. But you're, so you're, you, do you want me to go through the steps or do you just want to kind of like blanket everything? Give us the steps within the first stage. Okay. So the steps within clarity, first step is to learn the fizzle way of building a business. And um, that's kind of what we just went over. Um, just to wrap that up, because I don't think we need to go much yeah. more deeply into that yeah. one. If you join Fizzle and you walk away with just one thing, we would love you to have that mindset because we think you're going to go off and you're yes. going to be more successful. You're going to have the right expectations. I think I you're going to build a, the right kind of business. Exactly. I think we can do a better job of getting you to understand everything that's in the four steps to the, to the epiphany and, and lean startup in like 15 minutes and you've got it and you go like, oh my God, this changes everything. And yep. And you can, you can go and see the world. It's part of the foundation that you need to learn. Okay. So that's step one. Step two is to learn how Fizzle specifically is going to help you accomplish your business goals. Mm -hmm. So we're going to walk you through all the resources Fizzle has and explain how that fits into your workflow. Yep. Step three is to find some people that you identify with who have built businesses like the business you want to build so that you can learn how others did it and you can have inspiration for the kind of thing that you want to build. That's a key. When we were talking uh, yesterday a little bit about this idea of, what was the pivotal moment where you were yeah. 100% committed? You went from, Oh, let's I'm talk dabbling. about that right now. Let's ask, yeah. ask that question. Okay. Ask that question. So, so what was that, what was that pivotal moment for you when you went from, okay, I'm kind of dabbling in this thing. I'm doing a little side project too. I'm committed and I know this is my life now. This yeah. is my future. I am building a business. I am an entrepreneur. Yeah. Even as you ask it again, I'm like, wow, that's a, that is a really powerful question. Now you, what was your answer, Barrett? Well, and now that I think back about it, there's probably a couple. So the first one was was leaving my job at Ernst & Young. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're kind of committing to going all in then. But that leaves you with all this uncertainty at that moment where, yeah, you want to build a business, but you're not sure if you can do it. You're not sure what's possible. And so then I look, uh, I don't know, almost a year into the future, nine months into the future after that, and attending WDS the first time, World Domination Summit up in yep. Portland. And connecting to all these people and 
That was where I met Corbett. That was where I met Caleb. That was where I met a lot of the crew that I run with now. And that started showing me what the thing could become over Mm -hmm. time. And I think in that it went from, oh, I've just got this little side project or like thing I'm trying to build that nobody gets back home, home to, I could tell the story there and people were like, oh yeah, I can definitely see how that might become something later because mm-hmm. I've done something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was where I really think I formed a mastermind group after that. You know, a lot of the wheels started turning and although it never worked out all the way, I think that's when I was like, okay, this is a thing that can work and I just need to tough it out. Yep. I like that. Corbett? For me, um, I think originally it was discovering people like Chris Gillibo. Um and I think you're thinking of Gigliabo. Gigliabo. Christopher Gigliabo. Yeah, the Italian one. The, the Italian <laughs> entrepreneur. Um, discovering people like him when I first started blogging and just learning from somebody who's not that far ahead of you. Chris mm-hmm. had just published a guide, I think, about his first year of entrepreneurship. And I think he made like $30,000 that year. Yep. And he laid it all out there. And it was like mind-blowing. Like, here's yeah. somebody who seems accessible and um, they're making it. And uh, 30 grand was a pittance compared to what I had made as a consultant. But just thinking that, oh my God, you can, like, I could, I could live on Mexico, in Mexico on that at right. least. You know yeah. what I mean? And then um, when we came back from Mexico that first year in 2009, Chris Gillibo happened to be throwing a little get together in Portland and like 30 people that read his blog showed up and I showed up to it. It was at the pied cow on Belmont. Oh, yeah. And um, Chris and I had talked over email a little bit and I walk in and he, he's like, Hey, you know, nice to see you shook my hand. And then I got to meet other people, some who I still know today, like Sean Ogle yeah. were at that event. Oh. And just remembering that realizing that somebody's real and that they're human yeah. and getting to know that side of them. So that's why, and and I'd love to hear yours, but that's why we put this step in here. So step three is to, for us within Fizzle, to explore the founder stories. We have these 25 incredible in-depth interviews with other entrepreneurs, like an hour long, super pointed questions about how did you get started? Like, what were you struggling with? If you had to do this over, what would you change? And they're from the spectrum of entrepreneurs who are doing all kinds of different things. It's like on a couch with a cocktail, you, you tend to get away from the canned answers yeah. and canned responses. Yeah, right. That's what's so great like about those. If you got an hour of, of Pat Flynn's time or of Chris Ducker's time yes. or whatever, and you could sit down and get their whole story and really get the meat of what's behind their business and their thoughts on it, that's what yeah. these things are. Yeah. So yeah. for me, this isn't necessarily um, meeting those people and that's, that's going to be stage two, meeting those actual people. But stage one, the step three to me is about finding the inspiration for the story that you want people to tell about you yeah. in the future. Almost seeing like through well, I, someone else. I think of Dinsmore saying like when he met you and Leo yeah. in San Francisco and he was like and he saw what was possible. Yeah. He just for the first time it became a possibility. Like it went from being this vague sort of ambiguous like like desire to like Oh, they wake up and they go to a coffee shop and they write a blog post and the blog post gets people to the site. Oh, okay, I'm learning. You yeah. know, what I mean? it's like like you just see like the clarity of it. Totally. Um, and when I think of for me, I, I guess I think that the thing that I really can't get out of my head is because part of me is still just like I don't know, can I do this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Part of me is still going like I don't know. We'll see if I'm if I'm capable of doing this. But another part of me remembers when uh, at my first blog uh, or I guess my fourth blog or whatever, Father Apprentice. Um, I was the, I, I started implementing this thing where anybody signed up for email uh, who signed up for the subscribe to the email uh, list, I would send a, I would get a notification from Mailchimp that hey Terry at gmail dot com signed up, and so I would click Terry's email address, create a new email for him, and have a little text expander snippet that came out as you know with the subject line and a, and body copy on like, hey uh, thanks so much for signing up. This is my inbox in case you wanted to send me flowers or drop a dookie or something, and. Uh, if you, uh, one quick question for you, like, what are you struggling with right now as, as a father? Because it was a site for dads. And it was um, hearing the responses, not like, okay, one after the other, one after the other. And I would respond and we'd start a conversation or whatever. But when I realized, like I, I came up a meta level and realized, holy crap, 60, 70% of these things are the same exact response, right. you know, struggling with the same thing. And so I was like, that's a real need. Like I could really fulfill I can really teach on that. And there Even, are real people out there. There are real people. And they, 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 I'm always like just dreaming about them connecting with me through the things that I write. That's why everything's always very autobiographical, personal, and funny, and, mm-hmm. and sort of feely at the same time. 
And so, and they were, I was getting that from them. But, but more importantly, it was like realizing there's an honest to God useful thing that I can build yeah. for, for there's an honest need out there. You know what I mean? Yep. And I was convinced of that for the first time. Going from, I want to do my little song and dance show about, like, it's really tough to be a dad. Am I right? Oh, my God. Uh, to, like, people are are dying out there. This is something I, I, I say it all the time. I did it on Fizzle Friday the other day. Kelsey, this adorable lady who is building this great thing that I referenced earlier of, uh, you know, nerds who are, like, bad at doing um, the social life stuff. And yet they want to meet people. They, they want to have friends but and find love. And so she's an, uh, a marriage and family therapist and social worker, and she has this background. And she met her husband on World of Warcraft. She has this incredible story. And um, and what do you remember the name of her site? Uh, mm. Cracking the social code, it. right? Yeah, something. Is like that what that. it is? Cracking the social code, I think, uh, or crack the social code. And she, so my my line to her was like, "People are out there dying. Do you know what I mean? People are out there. Nerds are dying. Literally, like like they are terrified, and they are." They they want to get out there so bad and they don't know how to. And you're withholding this information from them. You're keeping them from the life that they deserve yeah. to live. Screw you, Kels. And I was giving her some crap about it. Um, and I kept like, this was in the forum actually. And I kept like saying like, no, imagine this in like a funny coach voice, right? Uh, just yelling. So that, but that idea going over and over again, that I got that from those emails and Father Apprentice where I realized those are real people with real struggles. And it's my job to kind of, it can be my job to, Right. To talk to them. So, so that was for me the, the moment. I so think. if we bring that back to this kind of clarity stage, then what Corbett's saying is one of the key moments here at the very, very beginning yep. is not even to get the emails from anyone, not to go to WDS, but just to hear a couple people's stories who have had these moments yeah. and say, oh, shit, I yep. can do that. I can be like that person. I can or I want to uh, build a business similar to X, Y, or Z person yeah, who I mean, interviewed. Steve Cam's founder story, hearing him go from a lot of the times you'll hear on like entrepreneur on fire or other interview shows, a lot of these great moments of the thing, but it's really short. It's condensed and you don't get like the humanity of it. And I'm always like, Inspired by guys like Mark Marin, who's like one of his first questions, is like, so what'd your dad do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Which isn't actionable advice. Right, right, right. But I'm wondering how Steve went from we see him at step, you know, uh, well, I don't know, uh, G. Yep. Right, right now, and going from the, to the next step, we're like, wow, how do you even get there? I'm at A. And then when you get to hear him talk about A to B, and you go, oh, that was totally doable. Right. And how B led through all the way up to D E F. Yeah. You're like. In, for him, it was meeting Brett uh, McKay from right. Art of Manliness. Another sort of like, wow, I see how we can do this, and I see how, what's possible. And also having a job where he had to, he was forced to do mm-hmm, blog posts mm-hmm. and stuff. It, you see this, this real like, oh, okay. So what's the equivalent of that in my life? It's not like they had superpowers, kind of like you meeting Gilbo Corbett. It wasn't like superpowers. It right. was like, wow, he's a real person. Yeah, and he just, he just found himself in a place where he could write and do the stuff. Yeah. And I, I don't know, for some reason, this all just seems like hocus pocus in the beginning. Yeah. Right. And, and not just to us, but also to our spouses, right? Mm-hmm. We all had to go through that Definitely. where, yeah. you know, how do you, <laughs> how do you not only convince yourself, but then how do you convince your wife or Which, girlfriend or it needs, husband? It needs or, to be said, what was it? Episode 55 or, or whatever, uh, uh, romance and relationship as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Still one of my favorite episodes, just because I remember there being a few insights that you dropped in that, uh, that where I was just like, I, I have to go talk to my wife about this. Mm-hmm. I have to go let her see this. So if you're, if you're an entrepreneur and you have a spouse or a partner, like go find that episode and listen to it. I'll put it in the show notes, uh, because it's good. It's, it's, it's strong. Okay. So okay. keep going. So just to set back where we are here. So yeah. we're talking about stage one is all about gaining clarity about how a business is built and who your business will serve. Cause yeah. that's the other, the other half of this. So half of clarity is just about, you know, is this possible? Who else is doing this kind of thing? How do I build a business like this? And the second part is, okay, now who am I going to actually serve? And what's my business going to be about? That's really the the beginning stages is getting this idea, not of the specific problem or, or what you're going to build, you know, whether it be a blog or a podcast or uh, software or an ebook or whatever, not that's, that's like down the road right now. We're just thinking about what topic is your business going to be on in general? Like, yeah. we're going to be talking about bicycles here, or we're we going to be talking yeah. about existentialism. You so, know? you would have the topic, choosing a topic course in clarity. That's in clarity, as well as figuring out who your audience yeah. is, getting to know them, not necessarily talking about them. This is the doing your own work about who you think your audience is going to yeah. be. 
um, you'll talk you'll talk to actual people in and the example what, like what was the answer example you gave in that topic course about like you know golf but then like which kind of golfers right so this between- is so this is st- this is step four of stage one is right. to define what topic or niche your business will be in yeah and basically that just means like okay golf you know it could be about golf but that's kind of broad yeah so specifically yeah what about golf are we going to be helping the the weekend golfer the you know, elderly, right? Like the yeah. old, the old guy who still wants to play. The old duffer, and, yeah, the old duffer, or yeah. like bros who golf. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what this gets at though is like the intersection of topic and audience, and yeah. and so sometimes golf is a perfectly okay place to start, especially at that early stage, yeah. where you're just kind of feeling out. You know, is this possible? Do I know enough about this? Am I interested enough in this? So sometimes golf is okay, and then you get even more clarity as you move into that audience portion, where it's like golf for rising executives who want to get out on the golf course with yeah. clients and they only have time to practice on weekends or whatever, which yeah, gets yeah. to your right. point, right? So, so we have this, um, I really like the course, the choosing a topic. It's course. awesome. And course. we've done workshops, live workshops. I got to say, you got to, you, you just need to know people that there is a uh, weighted average decision matrix yep. in this course. Yeah. And I like that even as I say it, like you're kind of mouthing it because it's like a sacred word. It's basically <laughs> like a cross section of Corbett's brain. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so strong because most everybody starts there with like, I would love to do, uh, so many people start there, right? I'd love to do a business. I don't know what it could be on. And this is a question of like, okay, let's talk about not only the kinds of things that your business could be on, like what are the things you're interested in? Then also like the viability of, of that as a market. Yeah. You know, is there a real business like are these people able to can they pay and will they pay for this kind of thing yeah and maybe we should just do the whole course as a podcast at some point because it'd be really useful for people but there are you know probably eight different questions in there that help you think about each of the business ideas that you have floating around in your head so that you can quantify them on a point scale to say like for example one of the questions might be what's the business fit for me personally so Mm -hmm. let's say you know i really like jewelry i think that's an interesting business but when you think about the business fit, do I want to have like inventory and yeah. have to worry about what the cutting edge trends are? And, and maybe I feel like jewelry is a little bit like of a fluffy thing and it's not a big enough problem for me to solve, you yeah. know, to really care about. Yeah. So that's one of the questions. Like, how's the business fit for you personally? Yeah. And what are the customers like? Would you like to deal with those people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's all these different questions. It helps you categorize the ideas that you have floating around in your head. It also helps you brainstorm ideas and come up with different ideas. And at the end of it, the goal is not to have something like written in stone, like this is the thing I'm going with, yeah, but yeah. you have to start moving in a direction yep. and then you start operating your business as if it's going to be about helping these aspiring executives learn their golf game. And then maybe you find out some information like you know a couple of weeks from now that makes you change your mind on that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you have to put a stake in the ground and start moving forward because what happens to most people is they don't get through this clarity stage. Yep. They end up just spinning their wheels going from one idea to the next right. because as entrepreneurs we have so many ideas yeah. and it's so easy to fall in love with ideas yeah. and just thinking the ideas through in your head doesn't really make anything happen um it just keeps you up at night and that that, that, that i mean i want to underline that last po- point you know what i mean like the, we can you can just spin your wheels in this phase and never make any progress and and go oh entrepreneurship isn't for me only because you didn't have a good path through it. You didn't understand a few important bits. You didn't find your Chris Gilbo or your Brett McKay mm-hmm. uh, or or your whoever it is that like, oh, I can see that it's possible now. You know what I mean? I think for a lot of people, Tim Ferriss's four hour work week was a big introduction to this world. Yeah. Of like, oh wait, this is this and it's this idea of, you know, the uh, uh <laughs> why can't I think of 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 the word now? Um what do startups do? They uh what did Uber do to the taxi? industry they disrupted disrupt. disrupt all the things <laughs> disrupt. <laughs> yeah you disrupted it you know you think of the way that that distribution is being disrupted like like you know all of the middlemen are being disrupted by like right oh i can just be louis ck and sell directly to these people for a much discounted price yeah and i make all the profit totally and hbo doesn't i make more money yeah. yeah i make more, more money people pay less i make more all i had to do was send an email yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean um but like the 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 idea of being like, when you don't find that person, when you don't have that moment where you realize, A, that it's possible, B, that you're the kind of person that can do this. That you, that because like, because there's not such a big difference between you and uh, Marie Forleo or Chris Gilbo or, uh, you know, Andrea Ayers or whoever else it is that's on your list. And I would, I always try to encourage people to go, okay, obviously there's your Seth Godin's and your Gary Vaynerchuk's and your, and your uh, Thomas Jefferson's, 
You know? Right. Uh, your Richard Branson. Yeah, but well, like, what, what about James Clear? Right. Uh, or Corbett Barr. Yeah. Or, or, or like, Tara Gentili. Or, or Tara Gentili. Yeah. Right. These people who are just like, like, look at, look down a level because then you're looking a lot closer to the, to where the, where the sausage is made. Yeah. Right. And, and you can get a little dirtier. And I think the key is, is at this stage of where you're trying to get clarity is not what would Corbett do right now? Yeah. You know, knowing everything he knows now, but what did Corbett do when he knew what I know? Yeah, if that makes sense. You because know, the looking most ex- at them at the same stage. The most exciting thing is you get to discover yourself on this business. Yep. Yeah, and and you're not going to become like Chris or Corbett or Marie or or these people. You're going to be your own vibrant thing that other people go like, dude, I want to do it like that person. Did. Right. You know. So discovering yourself on this business is a lot. Is is to me what keeps me going. Right. Because I'm I'm not done. Right. I'm not done becoming something. There's still so much more to like understand about what I'm here for. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So we, we are kind of in this first stage and we spend a lot of time on it because it's super important. This is, this is what kind of hooks you in and says, okay, I'm committed to this. I want to build a business. I want Fizzle to help me um, or or not, but ideally for us, we want you, we want you to want Fizzle to help you. Um, So we've got kind of the Fizzle mindset. We've got finding some people you can connect with or identify with their story We've got the topic thing. We've got audience that we're focusing in on. Yep. So what's what's kind of the outcome of this stage? What do you know? How do you know when you're done with this? So stage? Are, are those all the stage steps, by the way? So the last step, step five okay. here, is to define who your audience will be. Okay. And and that's a that's a different thing from your topic. So mm-hmm. we talked yeah. about golf and maybe four executives, and that's getting you in the right direction. But Chase has this awesome defining your audience course that really helps you get inside the minds of these people and what their lives are like and not to go from demographic data yeah. to um what do you call it well, psychographics. psychographics but really it's it's the difference between you land on a sales page and someone's giving you the facts or you land on a sales page and someone it's like it's like they, connecting it's like with they, you emotionally it's like they know your daydreams yeah right because you have been inside what it's like to be them, either because you're so connected to the, you had the same story or because you listen better than, better than any of your competitors and you're going to sell better to them. Yeah. So everything gets cranked up to 11 when you really nail who your audience right. is. And so the point of all of this is to help you make progress towards eventually identifying a very specific problem that you can solve with some idea of a solution. Right. But you started this, this big picture level, which is, I want to build a business to support me, yeah. but we need to quickly get you to what is, what are you focusing on? Who are you helping specifically? Yeah. And then to empathize with those people so much that you figure out how to connect with them and actually talk to them yeah. so that you can understand their problems and then you can solve them and then you can build a product for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so the, so, so the that's out, the five steps. Of, yeah. So of those are the five steps clarity. of clarity. And, and clarity, by the way, it's a big deal to call that clarity. I remember the moment you said like, the first stage, really what we offer is, is clarity. Yeah. That's a huge, that's a really big deal because we could call that a lot of different things. Right. And we could call it foundation or something, yeah. but you don't want a foundation. We, you want the outcome of feeling clear about because this, this whole thing. The, the truth about all of this is, is this is clarity about a potential option right. for you. This is a clarity about a hypothesis that I could create a business on this topic for this audience. And at this point, it is nothing more than a hypothesis, a hypothesis right. that needs to be tested, tried out. You go fiddle around with it for a few months. You put some stuff out there. You, you, you hear back from people. You get, and then you might go like, oh, okay, actually, because the truth is you only have hunches. You know, now if I did went and started Father Apprentice all over again, knowing what I know, I would do it a lot differently. Right. But I had a hunch and I had to develop that over time by like kind of throwing my body on the gears and yep. levers of what it meant to like write those posts and do those things and have those questions mm-hmm. and be parenting my son and on the ground with him and go like, oh, this would be a good idea for a blog post. Right. You know, you, ha- you kind of are always doing that kind of stuff and you learn so much by doing. And the point of, of clarity is you can in, you know, a week or two get to a place that is literally eons beyond where you were two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of, of clear sort of, even if you, even if you stopped there and you didn't go into connection or planning or any of this other stuff, you would have so much more concreteness in terms of the ideas about what I should do right. to test this out or to it's, do this. It's basically just, you're picking a sandbox to play in. You're you know, if there are a hundred sandboxes out there and you don't know which kids you want to hang out with or whatever. You're just picking one and you're saying, I'm going to go try this one because yeah. it seems like it fits right now. Right. And at least you're able to move forward. You don't know if you're going to build a sandcastle or bury yourself or yeah. whatever right. yet, but yeah. you're picking a sandbox and you're also understanding a little bit about how you're going to play in the sandbox. Yep. Yep. So um, each of these steps in the roadmap has a specific thing that you need to do to accomplish it. So for example, 
um, let's say the uh, step four here, which was defining your topic or the niche that you're mm-hmm, going to mm-hmm. be in. Um, to, that step is complete when you finish the choosing a topic course that we have and complete this choosing a topic decision matrix and come to yeah. an answer. Yeah. This is the topic that I'm moving forward with for now. Yeah. Okay. So I put my circle around one of those options and that's my completion step for that. And then you're done with that cool. step. So <clears throat> the, just to sort of uh, summarize what you'll have at the end of this stage, you will understand the mindset that it takes to build a successful business. You will have transformed your mindset about what a business is. Have some clarity there. You will understand how Fizzle is going to help you accomplish building a business. You will have some inspiration by having identified the stories of others who have done businesses that you think you might build. Mm -hmm. You will have chosen a specific topic that your business will be on, and you will have defined who your audience is. You will have chosen a market, so to speak. So at the end of that, you will have clarity. You will understand how a business is built and who your business will serve. Yeah, and not to mention the expectations of like, how does it, something like this typically go? What should it, how long? Yeah, what does what it? What does the process sort of look like? Um, which can which can clarify which is which is can be a weight off your shoulders in and of itself. Yep. You know, and again, this my dream for that is that's like you know we're two weeks in and you've got that right? Like yeah. a week to two weeks in, and you have got that because again, you're going to learn so much in the next few stages in the doing. Of this stuff, you know what I mean? But just, I, 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 so to me, this idea, we've spent, you know, 40 minutes talking about it. It's still one of the most challenging things for anybody to do because what you're forcing yourself to do, we are all these crazy, in, independent, interesting, creative, three-dimensional people. And we're trying to pick this little dot on this map of who mm. we are and say like, this is what my niche is going to be, or this right. is what I'm going to focus on. And you don't have to, if you had 10 years to, to build us until uh, you need to start making money, start blogging personally now and, and, and just stay con- consistent over it. And next thing you know, you'll in a year, you'll be like, wow, a lot of my posts are about like sort of the creative process. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like start focusing a little more on that and more and more people. That's kind of what's happening with ice, my personal blog, where I just collect quotes right now, you know, it's just like really slow, slow, slow growth. But in five years, that 1000, people on the list will be you know five thousand and i could i we we could write a book and i could sell it to mm-hmm. those people right so if you don't need to get to money you can take your time and explore this stuff but if you want to to go like i'd like to quit my job uh and i'd like to start a something that that could support my family and i right then this is the kind of stuff that like let's that that makes that really possible in a shorter amount amount of time mm-hmm. you know? so i think the the triangle is you know quick <laughs> quick good and or cheap, pick one, right? Or yeah. pick two or whatever, right? Yep. So, um, yeah. So, my dream for this one is you know, you come to Fizzle for a dollar and you leave at a minimum, even if you never pay us for a full month, you right. leave with this part. Right. You leave with some clarity on what And realistically, you're to this could, this could be done in a month easily yeah, if, if you're focused. Um, and yeah, and that could cost you a dollar inside yeah. of Fizzle. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, um, just to remind people, this is, this is a work in progress, this roadmap. Yeah. Uh, if you join Fizzle right now, you're going to find, the choosing a topic course and the defining your audience course and the fizzle mindset and all of this stuff. Yeah. And in fact, we do have a bit of a stage one sort of right away when you yeah. join already. But this roadmap is, this is the future of fizzle that mm-hmm. you're hearing in the works right now. Yeah. You heard it here live, folks. They are coming out with a new uh, sort of thing in fizzle and you could be one of the first ones to give it a try. So uh, why don't you just find yourself a, a, a dollar and sign up over at fizzle.co, right? These guys are the best, you know. You should see their lawns. They're just beautiful. Oh. They, they understand. <laughs> it's close to, it's like close to Shrek. Yeah, I just heard him <laughs> even gutturally, like actually vocally, like, oh. <laughs> That's what he's going for. That's yeah. So, uh, okay, so, you Donkey! know. We, <laughs> we just did 45 minutes on clarity. Yeah. And I think it's really important. It's one of the most important yeah. stages. But every stage has going to be at least. It. It's going to be at least 20 minutes. And, um, what I would love to hear from people is, is in the comments of this one. Yeah. If you're at clarity, if you're kind of in this stage, you hear some element you of your story clarity, right now, yeah, yeah. just let us know. Tell us where you are and like what, what about this part, this episode resonated with you. It's like, oh, I'm there. That's yeah. what I'm looking for yeah. right now. We want to hear that. Or if you feel like you're at this stage and we completely missed something that you're going yeah. through or yeah. we didn't yeah. identify a step that you think you need to take, yeah. tell us that too because that would be really helpful. Yeah, so yeah, my question for you, is, 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 I love both of those. Yeah. That, that's what exactly what I want. So what, is the, what does it feel like right now? Mm-hmm. Where you are, how's that feel? Totally, and just to warn people, I mean, there are things coming up that you may feel like are part of clarity and maybe they are, but we have, for example, a planning stage, right. which 
goes from okay, I know who I'm going to serve to brass tacks about yeah. um, what's first? coming up with the business idea, yeah. basically, and um, and so we'll get there. So some of that might be you know coming up in one of the other stages. Maybe you should listen to those, but. Right now, we would love your feedback as yeah, well. Yeah, or even uh, you know, if if you've been through this stage, you're just coming out of it, or you remember this stage well. Yeah, tell us a little bit about what that felt like, or or if we missed something that you did go through and you got through. Yeah. on the other side, that would be cool too. Yeah, if you have a story to tell about this, I I would really love to hear it, and either in the comments or you know, at, hey guys, if it, but do it do it in the comments. Right, let's let's get yeah, a little conversation going on there. Um, anything else you want to add on clarity before we call this to a close? That's it, guys. Yeah, stick with us through this thing. I, I think. We're we're moving in the right direction here. Oh, they're so good out. at this, you know. They're just sort of riffing on it, and it's just delicious. Fiona, <laughs> <laughs> donkey, <laughs> head. It's like an orange on a toothpick. Head uh, trousers. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Move your fucking head. <laughs> when are you gonna get grown up? Oh God, so I have been chasing Waterman Reeves. <laughs> I've been Corbett Barr. <laughs> I've been Baird Brooks. And we'll see you there. We'll see you on another dive. So there you have it. Fizzleshow.co slash 100. That's 100. That's where you're going to find the graphic that lists out all the stages, quotes and links from this episode, and including that Steve Blank video on how to talk to people about your idea. And that's where we really want to hear from you. What do you think? I mean, if you're in this clarity stage, what part of this episode resonated with you? Let us know in the comments. Or if you're in this stage, but we didn't talk about what you're going through, tell us that as well. Or if you've been in the stage before, can you tell us a story about what you remember from this stage? We're pumped to hear from you so we can adjust this roadmap to fit your story. So let us know in the comments at fizzleshow.co slash 100 here's an iTunes review from Limey Spice Girl who is in the United States for some reason instead of the UK she says I've been listening to the Fizzle podcast for a few months and I get such a storm of ideas and inspiration from listening that's awesome Limey Spice Girl Uh, thank you so much for your iTunes review until Pasha said what's up and how come she hasn't returned any of my calls you know our goal here at the Fizzle Show is to help you make progress on your business every single week If you leave us an iTunes review, it can help other entrepreneurs find this show. I would love to hear from you, so could you leave us an iTunes review? Simply search for the show in iTunes Store and click Write a Review. Okay, so clarity, stage one, it all starts here. And if there's one thing I want to be, I want to myself be really great at here in Fizzle and the things that we make, it's getting you to clarity. Because as I lay out in the Essentials of Productivity course in Fizzle, clarity has this way of liberating you see it it creates its own focus and when focus comes easily regular folks like you and me can become superheroes of creativity and joy and authenticity and all that stuff that we want so i hope you're as excited about this roadmap and about clarity as we are so find care take care serve hard and dig in thanks and i'll talk to you in the next episode when we get into stage two of the roadmap Oh, oh, but first, it's our 100th episode, which is a big deal for us. And a bunch of you sent in notes and voicemails that I wanted to include on this and the next coming shows. So you'll hear some of your own voices at the end of each show in this series, reminding us all throughout the internet that you are not alone. Hey guys, this is Chris from the soon-to-be-launched MindfullyPrimal.com. Thank you so much for your wisdom, guidance, and inspiration. It truly has been a pleasure to be a Fizzle member for the past three months, and I see no reason to stop now. Keep up the good work, and if nothing else, please remember, the word is pronounced niche. Cheers. Hey, this is Kara Mikeu, founder of CathartiClarity.com. It was podcast episode number 27 that inspired me to launch CathartiClarity.com, and for that, I am so grateful. Chase, your weekly existential crisis is the reason I keep tuning in. Congrats, guys. Hi, this is Harriet Morris from TheShiftInside.com. There's an old British film called The Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner. 
For the last six years, I feel like I've been starring in the remake called The Loneliness of the Long Distance Entrepreneur. See, what was always lacking for me was that seemingly elusive combination of purpose-driven business, ambition, and how exactly do you communicate effectively with your target market? And this is what I get from the show. And it really, it stops me feeling so alone. But I can also say that um, no other resource in the vast ocean of business information I've consumed has actually made me take action. So I'll give you an example. I remember the show when you were saying that uh, there was somebody who was talking about their their freebie on their uh, healthy drinks website just wasn't concrete enough. And I thought, oh my goodness, that's absolutely me because my sign-up freebie was about mind tools for weight loss. And it's like, what the hell's a mind tool? Anyway, so I'm doing the Just Ship It Challenge and what I did was I have made my sign up much more concrete. And the result is that in about, uh, you know, a week and a half, I've doubled my subscribers, uh, which admittedly wasn't very high, but it, it, it over compared to three months with this uh, non-specific sign up. So that just like blows me away. I just, I just love it. I love the Fizzle Show. Okay, cheers. Bye. Hey guys, this is Jeremy Tegelski in Northern Germany. URL is tegelski.de. Thank you. Your lighthearted podcast with deep content has really helped keep me going through the ups and downs of setting up my company. And remember, who is your Luke Skywalker? Yeah, this is Dr. Bonnie Lynch at drbonnielynch.com. Just want to say that fizzle show is so good, ain't no number of alligators that could say how good it is. Give you all kind of good business advice. Hoo-wee. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes not that funny, but it's still good.